Hey dolls, summer is coming. It's right around the corner and who's more excited than me? Do you know why I'm so excited? Because I want to help you, doll. Yes. Are you ready for summer? Mentally, physically, spiritually? Do you need to drop some weight? Do you want to feel better in your skin? I have some answers and I have just the thing you might need. If you're looking to spend eight weeks with me before summer starts, I'd love to teach you how to reset that metabolism, balance those hormones with foods that can heal your body so you're not storing that belly fat, then let's talk. Send me a message. I'll give you more details because this is an opportunity you absolutely don't want to miss. Lives are being transformed and you can do it too. There's no need to jump into this summer feeling the way you feel right now. If you're bloated, if you need to lose some weight, you want to get your hormones in check and just get stable in that way, feel good in your skin, have more confidence this summer, let's set up that call. I'll tell you all about it and this might be the perfect plan for you. Enjoy the episode and have a fabulous week ahead. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey dolls, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in every single week. You know I so appreciate you. And listen, if you're new, please DM me, send me a message, just say hi. I would love to connect with you because you know, Staying on the climb is tough, but when we have each other, it makes it a lot easier. And that's what it's all about. So thank you again for being here. I'm super excited about today's show. I have a guest on today that I met in 2012, 2013, which was seems like forever ago. And she actually did my makeup for one of my fitness competitions. And she's a beautiful person. She has evolved so much since then. And we just reconnected through podcasting, which is an amazing platform to connect on. So today I'm bringing you Erica Lippi. Erica is a life and wellness coach, entrepreneur, and host of the well-known podcast called Passion Love Pursuit. Erica helps women reconnect to their authentic self in order to live their best life. She believes that every woman deserves to shine the light within, to feel worthy, loved, and in full heart, body, soul alignment. But she also knows that the path to get there isn't always easy. Her purpose now, after getting a life coach, which we know always helps tremendously, 
and from her rewriting her own limiting beliefs is to inspire and impact women's lives by authentically shining her light so they too can shine theirs. She wants women to feel worthy of the life they dream of and gives them the tools they need to make their dreams a reality. For Erica, it's not a question of if, but when. Every woman has the light within them and all they need to do is reignite it. I love this so much. So welcome to the show, Erica. Uh, Kelly, thank you for the welcome. I so appreciate you. It's so crazy. Like you said, it seems like ages ago we met and uh, I remember meeting you and, and definitely you stood out among the rest. You, you, for example, were shining your light and you were just so embodying worth, confidence, and, and it, it really stood out. And so it was, it was such a pleasure to work with you. And it's funny because I am not a makeup artist. That was a little glimpse in my life. And luckily, I mean, the great thing about trying all these different things is we we gain knowledge in so many different facets of life and we could take it and implement it into our lives. So I now do my makeup a little bit better because of that. So I love really it. And, and you look so beautiful. I oh, And I learned so, so much from you guys. I mean, oh, that's great. Let's let's you know, I love that you said trying different things. And before we jump into the show, I always want to start first with a few fun questions before we dive into the good stuff. Okay. So first, are you a coffee or tea drinker? Oh, coffee, hands down. I uh, try to keep it to one cup a day, but sometimes it's two. But I actually, I'm a big fan of functional mushrooms. So I, my favorite brand is Four Sigmatic, which is their mushroom blend. So I always have my coffee with my superfood mushrooms and uh, oh, it's delicious. I, yes, so I I've tried that and you add, do you add the packet to your coffee? So the Four Sigmatic, their coffee blend actually is already infused with the superfood mushrooms, but I actually okay. add in extra superfood mushrooms, which is a blend uh, to support either uh, focus, for example, like I take it before my podcasts, I always put the focus blend or uh, think which and sustainable energy. So I add extra mushrooms into the already blended mushroom mix. So good. I love that. You know, you just reminded me to go back and get it again. Because yeah, I did, so I, I've tried it and then, you know, you forget and then you try something else, but that's a good one. I remember I liked that. So yeah. good, good one. Good tip right there for Sigmatic and it's F-O-U-R people. Yes. Yeah, yes. So you can look that one up yeah. and okay. Next is what is your favorite food? Ooh, gosh, it just depends on the mood, right? Uh, you know, to be honest, I, there's a, so can I name her several things that I'm obsessed with? Yes. So I'm obsessed with oysters, which is a wow. rare one. That, no one's ever with... said that on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with ceviche. Uh, I okay. love chips and salsa. That is, chips and salsa is probably my 100% favorite. Your go-to. And it's, yeah. And it's one of those things I kind of have to resist but uh, it's definitely my biggest enjoyment. Yeah. I love it. Now that one is popular. I have to say. Okay. Good so to what about your favorite book? Are you reading something right now? I'm always reading books because I interview such amazing people that have phenomenal books. And since we're prepping for your interview, I know that's one of the ones that I need to read, but uh, you know what? I'm going to name two recent ones because they've been most impactful to the timing of my life right now. And 
I highly recommend both these. So The Magic of Surrender by Coot Blackson. It is so profound. And I think one of the hardest things for anybody to learn is to how, how we can fully surrender mm. and also the blessing of surrendering and being able to let go and accept uh, life as it is, not what you wish it to be. So it's so powerful. Highly recommend that. The other one I'm going to say is The Knowing by the Dr. Wayne uh, Dyer Daughters, Sage and Serena Dyer. The book, The Knowing, has to do about this inner knowing that we all have and connecting to it. And also in the book, they talk about grief and also the afterlife and just so many stories and sharing the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, which is so profound and, and so impactful. So those are my two. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you said that's the word surrender has been coming up so much for me in the last mm -hmm. two weeks. I mean, it's, it's crazy and it's all about surrendering our thoughts and our action. And it's just, I'd love to talk about that a little bit, you know, absolutely have the call about it. All that. about it. Yes. Yes. That's good right there. All right. Last question, because I know you're into fitness and I'm a fitness person. So what is your favorite workout style? Like if you had to pick a certain class or something that you love, what is it? So I don't do classes. Uh, I'll, I'll say two of my favorites. So I'm really big into doing Pilates on the reformer, which is actually the Legree method. A lot of people don't know that when you're on a machine, it's not actually, when you're standing up on a machine, it's not actually Pilates. It's actually the Legree method by Sebastian Legree. Uh, so I just want to throw that in. And so I've been doing that for many, many years. And I actually have my own micro reformer at home, which is actually a smaller machine that you could actually push it away and store into a, a small space, but it's actually quite big. Mm -hmm. uh, so I do that, which is the Legree method. And then my other form of workout, honestly, is like freestyle. I do weight training. So I like to kind of, I don't have a plan for my workout, but I usually incorporate my whole body. So my, either my own body weight or weights. And I just go honestly with the flow of what I feel. And, uh, another thing to start off that workout, I always turn on music and I love bouncing around and just like feeling the music. So that's kind of how I start my workouts. So that's I love that. That is incredible. You just go with the flow and she looks great. It's yeah. probably not even a big stressor in your life. It doesn't sound like it to me because you don't plan everything. You just get your body moving and you enjoy what you're doing. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the right path. It's just my path. Uh, a fitness, fitness has been part of my life since I forgot if I started working out when I was 13 or 15, I can't remember the year, but quite young and fitness has really been a lifestyle for me. So it's something I integrate into my lifestyle. It's not something I have to do, or I, I, to be honest, it, it, it's something I feel I must do because it's for my mind, body, and soul, but it's part of me, not separate from me. And so for me, I don't like following personally a plan. I don't know if that's honestly the best route to go. Uh, but I know so many exercises. So I just kind of like, I start with one and I just lead into the next and I don't think too much about it. So and that's, that's, the, me. that's perfect because it works for you. And that's my whole thing. When I talk to women and I'm coaching clients, you have to find what works for you. If Erica's style works for you and it doesn't stress you out and it's going to make it be become part of your lifestyle because that's what we're shooting for is so it becomes 
part of you to be healthy, then so be it. You don't have to go to these classes. You don't have to go to the gym for an hour and follow structured programs. So I think whatever works and it's working and you look amazing. So yes. Well, I think most importantly, we need to train our muscles. A lot of people Mm -hmm. or women, let's talk to women. A lot of women are afraid to train our muscles and use weight and actually using heavy weight has been proven to actually anti-age you. Mm -hmm. And so don't be afraid of using weights because you need to build muscle. You need to remain, you, you have to have that strength and, uh, you know, build your muscles so you could, you know, so you don't get injured or have, have the flexibility and everything. So don't be afraid to use weights that I think is, is key. That is the key. And I love that you said that too, because they are afraid they, they think, oh, I'm too old. Oh, I don't know. You know, there's so many excuses, but ladies pick up a pair of five to eight pound dumbbells, just incorporate them. I agree. Right. It I'm may, not the it, fitness coach, but I, I, I do plus, agree with that. And, and I have some knowledge in it just from my own experience, yes, but exactly. yes, I think we shouldn't be afraid us women bulking up. Cause we won't, we won't bulk Never. up. No, I, I mean, you just won't. I mean, look at me when I competed, I was the smallest I ever have been. I'll never even get to that point again. And I was lifting the heaviest weights of my life. So it goes to show that's an excuse. People get afraid and they say, I don't want to pick up weights So I look like a man. You're never going to look like a man unless you start taking some kind of steroids to, you know, Okay. So we're not going to go there. Ladies, pick the weights up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Erica. Thank you so much. You shared so many good, good ones already. I love it. Let's d- jump into your journey of just basically how did you go from makeup artist even, or if you want to go a little further back, trying different things in your life to see what was a good fit for you to starting this amazing podcast because the name of it in itself, like passion, love, pursuit is so beautiful. And I just resonate with it so much. So how did you take us on that ride? Oh goodness. Okay. Where to begin? Well, I'm trying to think, where do I want to start a story? So I'll be honest for a long time. And the reason why you you mentioned makeup artistry for a long time, I've been trying to discover what is my passion? What is my purpose? And I would think of this one thing and I'll be like, oh, that's it. And I'll go full in it. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's not it. So I've definitely had a lot of those waves. And I think a lot of people could relate to that is trying to figure out what is my purpose. I think that's the number one Googled thing. Actually, one of the number one Googled questions is what is my purpose or how do I find it? it? Mm -hmm. And the only way you could find it is by trying things and being curious, right? So I just explored my curiosity. And also I've always been, I know one thing about myself, and this is really how I got to where I'm at today. One thing I love is growth. And I always, always just wanted to evolve and become the best version of myself. I I was just determined because of my, my background and and this lack of worthiness, lack of self-love. And so I always was trying to figure out like, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? Why am I not fully accepting myself and having the confidence that I thought I had? (laughs) Uh, and so part of my journey is really, uh, I'll go back to what kind of gave me this lack of self-worth and self-love is when I 
I was in a relationship from 13 to 23. And yes, you heard that right for 10 years <laughs> at such a young age. Uh, but okay, wait a minute, I have a 15 year old, <laughs> please. I can't. <laughs> yeah. And I actually started dating at 11. So the thing I, and I, I don't know if this is necessarily true, but I know it's my truth because I started dating at such a young age, when you're growing up at, when you're that age and you're becoming a teenager, you're going through so many different emotions. You're like a wave just automatically because you're entering puberty and all these things. And you add a relationship to that and those type of emotions, it could be a whirlwind. And that's really what I experienced at a very young age. So that relationship, 13 to 23, uh, it was a very rocky one. And most importantly, what the experience of it is I was emotionally abused in the relationship. And I, you know, stepping out of that relationship, I was really able to reflect and understand that of how it really shaped me in so many ways. And partly because he was three years older too. So growing up with this guy, I did things he liked. I, you know, I, I, I put so much of my identity into him in the relationship that I never was able to form my own. And again, 13 and 23, that's really when you start to discover things about yourself and really step into your own worth and confidence by uh, developing your own self. And so I think that was somewhat uh, not, I think I didn't have that because I was in that container of relationship and because it was the emotional abuse, it made me feel less than not worthy, not loved, not seen. And so I, I developed all these stories that I was stupid and I wasn't enough. And so following that relationship, I realized that story stayed with me through a lot of relationships that I had. And, um, I had a healthy relationship five years following from that, but really when coming out of that relationship, the one thing I realized, if I were to look back at that relationship, the biggest lesson I learned was I love somebody more than I loved myself. And so that was one thing that really stuck out to me. Again, I didn't really get that lesson then. <laughs> it was just something I'm able to notice now. Right. And leading into other dating and relationships from there, I really wasn't fully embodying and owning my worth. I was more, how can I be accepted by this person? You know, I really seek to be loved and to be seen and, and be seen as enough, which I think is the common fear that so many people experience is like to be loved and feel enough. Mm -hmm. And I experienced both those. So in those relationships, I was very much like, um, kind of the pursuer. And also I, I very much, um, kind of formed this identity based on what I wanted to be seen as. Mm. And so I felt very disconnected to who I truly was and, and not really living authentically. And I would say I, uh, embodied this worth. I was confident that I love myself, but truly somebody that loves themselves would not disrespect themselves, would not hold certain healthy boundaries and, you know, wouldn't disvalue who they are. And so that's when I started to do the work and we could go into that. If you, well, I love this because right away, you said, that's when I started to do the work and I'm listening to what you said prior to that. Everybody goes through that at some point you lose yourself a little bit in, like you said, what are they Googling the most? What is my purpose? And 
until you actually put the work in, you're never going to know. You're always going to latch on to others' opinions, thoughts of you. You're going to have their stories are going to take over your own story. And Erica, what I love about you is that you have proven that you've said, what did I wrote it down? You focus on what your truth is instead of what people tell you it should be. And it's like, like going back to what you said about your workouts. That's incredible that you're like, I don't know if it's going to work for anyone else, but it works for me. So you found what really works for you and that's, and you found that self-love, but you also put the work in. So yes, I want to go into, because I know so many women are stuck. They don't know how to start. And I know you're a coach. So how, how do you coach them to even start the journey of putting in that work of self-love and self-care to repair the damage that might've been done? Yeah. First thing I want to say is you're not broken. Nothing needs to be fixed. You just need to learn what's not working, gain that awareness so that you have the ability to take control of your life and take responsibility and be instead empowered opposed to disempowered by those old stories and beliefs. You're not broken. (laughs) So we always get to choose to reconnect with ourselves and really live and embody that truth. And, you know, to start that process, I know. So going back to like doing the work, I'm going to kind of put everything together. So when I finally have this breaking moment in realizing, okay, these relationships are not working. There's obviously something happening and I'm the common denominator in all of this. And so I had to take responsibility for my life and realize that if I'm the common denominator in this, what is wrong with me? And when I say wrong, I'm not saying like, oh, I I'm screwed up and and I'm all messed up and let me try to fix myself. It's more like what patterns am I repeating? What stories am I telling myself that are getting in my way? And one key thing is we must take full responsibility for what is happening in our life. Mm. And that doesn't mean that somebody that abuses you, that they're not in the wrong. It's more like, okay, if you're taking full responsibility of your life, are you making the choices that are aligned with your highest self? Are they, are you making the choices to lead you on a different path? Because it is up to you. Nobody is responsible of your own decisions or the way you lead your life. Uh, so when I had this kind of breaking moment where I realized, okay, something needs to change. And obviously I need to take a different approach. (laughs) So one thing I did, and as you shared in my story early on that I decided to work again with my life coach and she knows my past, she knows my history, she knows my patterns, which was really helpful. So I decided to work with her again. I didn't have the means at the time, but I said, if I don't change, nothing is going to change. So I have to do this. I need uh, somebody to hold me accountable to create this change. Mm. And so I made that decision, said yes to working with her again. The second thing I did is I was very intentional in my time and my commitment to my change. And that was key. It's like, we need to just make a decision. Like a decision is one of the most powerful things. So once you decide, that's almost like your, your a fire has been lit inside of you. And then you'll come up with new solutions, no new um resources of how you could create change. And so that's what I did. And, and through that work, I I started to cultivate this self-love and really understand like, why didn't I love myself? Or why do I tell me myself these stories? And the first thing that we must do 
first thing, first foundational piece of anything is gaining awareness of where we are at and being radically honest with that, not telling ourselves lies anymore or Mm -hmm. stories, like taking out your journal and just asking yourself the questions like, how am I feeling right now? Why do I feel this way? What do I feel is in my way? Like, what are these patterns? What are my beliefs? What are my limitations? And and just gaining that awareness of really where are you at? Because you need to know to get anywhere, you need to kind of like think about the GPS. Like you insert the address you need to go to and and you're, you know, you have the final destination. You have to enter Mm -hmm. the address. You first need to put where you're at, right? Your address you're currently at. So gaining awareness is key. So I think that's number one step. The other thing is reflecting on those feelings is like I mentioned is, is why do you feel this way? And just what is that self-talk and those stories you tell yourself, you need to get really clear with that. And when you start writing it down, that's when you get your thoughts out of your head because our head is just filled with all these crazy thoughts. And if you never get it down on paper, you'll never be able to really truly reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe in meditation, you could start to really kind of gain awareness out of that. But I think journaling is a great way to start, especially if you're really feeling stuck. Um, and then I'll just add in there, there, there's so many other steps, but accepting to where you're at, not judging it, not saying like, oh, how did I get this way? I'm so like, I feel so, you know, horrible that I did all these things. You really need to start to practice forgiveness, most importantly with yourself and others. And one thing I think that gives us a great perspective is we're all human. We're, we didn't get this, like this uh, manual of how to live life. Of course, school, this is one of my pet peeves. School doesn't teach us how to live life. They teach us these concepts and these, you know, uh, how to do math and all these things, but living life, we're not really taught. Like, how do we have a healthy marriage? How do we communicate? How do we balance our checkbook and all these things? So you learn it along the way and we are all on the same journey. We're always evolving and and it's really just going back to like gaining awareness where you're at, really accepting and reflecting where you're at and then going from there. I mean, there's so many steps to kind of, but those I think are the core things to start with. Yes. I love that. I hope you guys wrote these down. I mean, Erica, you're like, this is gold. This is such a good conversation. So many people need to hear because I think a lot of times they honestly just try to avoid the work. They, do, they go about their mundane life. They don't, they're miserable. They're stuck. They're frustrated. It leads, it's a snowball effect until you actually put the work in. I mean, look at what Erica has done for herself and nobody was coming to her. Nobody was handing it over and saying, here, Erica, here's your roadmap. Now make sure you get awareness. And then what she say, number two, reflect on your feelings. And there is no roadmap. You said it perfectly. And you know, that led you to having that deep self love for yourself in the end. And let's talk about that because you say, you say your biggest achievement in life is cultivating true self love. And it took me a long time to do this. Now I'm very prayerful and faithful. I grew up in a Christian home, but I still struggled with my own negative thought patterns, stories I was telling myself. And until I put the work in myself, I mean, I had to face my own fears as well. And I think avoiding it doesn't get you anywhere. So let's just talk a little bit about 
you know, cultivating true self-love in that whole aspect, because that's part of your podcast too, is in your coaching, the passion, love pursuit. Yeah. So as you were mentioning, you relate to this. Anybody that's listening to this relates to it because I think that's a, that's the one thing that, you know, we, we are born without any experience. We're not born with any tragedy per se. Life happens to us, or I hate to say happens to us. Life happens and we inflict, we're inflicted with certain things, right? We all endure some form of trauma, big T, small T. And so know that you are not alone. If you are not feeling like you love yourself, you're not alone. There are so many people that struggle with really cultivating true self-love and it does take word. It does take intention. And I think the most intimate relationship you'll ever have is with yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you need to cultivate really that true, authentic self-love. And so, you know, I, I think it's, is really looking at like closing that gap between self-rejection to self-acceptance and developing that self-acceptance is going through the work of really, again, reflecting on all these things, the stories you're telling yourself and, and being just crystal clear on that and getting really clear. And the whole thing about limiting beliefs, we all have them. Generally our limiting beliefs are not true. So we need to do the work and really looking at what are those limitations and then asking ourselves, like looking, you know, from far and actually asking yourself, are these true or are these just formed thoughts based on my life experience? And generally speaking, 95% of the time it's false beliefs. So I think that's super important. And as far as cultivating self-love, you, you really have to embrace the totality of who you are. Mm. I, I love sharing this concept is your dark, your light, your struggles, your, your failures, your wins, everything, everything, the totality of who you are accepting all of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Know that we are all, we are all imperfectly perfect. Exactly. You know, we're perfectly flawed if right. you want to say, and I right. think embracing all that, that's why I love to be honest, what I love so much about social media right now and, and, and very much of who I am is sharing who I am without filter, without, without these stories and just being seen for the essence of who I am. Mm. And uh, I, I just love how social media is much more vulnerable these days and more people are showing up in their humanness. Yes. And more people are receiving it because we, we, again, just want to be seen, loved and enough. Right. And so that's what I love is changing in social media. I think more people are more vulnerable and authentic, but, but to get to true acceptance, you, you need to get clear on who you are by really addressing, like, what do you value? Like, what do you stand for? Mm. Like, really reflecting on that. Like, for example, family is important to you, integrity, honesty, you know, uh, being of service, whatever it is, getting super clear on your values and then asking yourself, am I embodying what I value? Right. That's like actually practicing right? that in your life. And, and yes. you know, I think that I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but I think self-love until you truly love yourself, what, everything will mirror back to you. So if you don't truly love yourself, how can somebody truly love you? 
So I believe that love is a mirror. And so, and, and this reflected my own relationships. Again, I didn't feel I truly loved myself. And so what was reflected back to me was this unstable love as well, mm-hmm. you know? So I think cultivating that self-love and, and really truly accepting yourself, it, it, it's go, it starts with going within and asking yourself, mm-hmm. what do I value? And really, are you embodying what you value? Mm. Oh, that's, that's so, so good. It so is. Key. Yeah. And, and I'll add two more steps in this. Cause I shared this re- recently on my social media and it was kind of something that kind of downloaded from me, uh, was you also need to create an environment that supports you. So cultivating that self-love, you need to surround yourself with things that inspire you, your values, your Mm -hmm. beliefs, your, the people you're hanging around, like, are they lifting you up or bringing you down? Like you need to, you need to cultivate an environment that supports the love you have for yourself. Oh, that is so And and really creating that alignment. So I, I think that's really key as well. So if a woman is listening right now, wondering, okay, I'm hearing you, Erica, this sounds amazing. I really want to start this inner deep work, but I don't have a circle like you're talking about. So where, where do you suggest for her to go? If she's feeling she's on an Island right now, I just want to know what you would tell her. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good question, Kelly. So I would say, and, and I've felt this loneliness before. So, and sometimes I still do. And partly something that recently happened with the loss of my dog, I'm actually mm-hmm. like needing to really reflect on this part of my life too, because he was such a great companion. And, mm-hmm. and now that he's not here, I'm actually trying to relearn what it's like in my own company and also reconnecting with friends. He was my best friend. So it's like, you know, I'm relearning this too. Again, life is a journey. It's ever evolving (laughs) ups and downs. So as far as finding a community or people that could support your environment and help you cultivate that light and that self-love is finding groups. Like for example, one of the greatest groups I joined was uh, Tony Robbins ultimate challenge group. It was a challenge that he put on two years ago and he's done it two times since. And in that group, it's honestly the best environment. Everybody is there to support you, lift you up. And they're just so much value. So I found that group. So it's seeking things that will help expand who you are. So personal growth. I am a diehard Tony Robbins fan. So I seek that and I join that group and I, you know, so it's, you know, I followed that inspiration. Then I listened to inspiring podcasts and I I have to admit being a podcaster and able to contact people like yourself or these incredible speakers. That's how I'm also cultivating the right environment and connecting with these people. And from there, it's helping me evolve and, and, and cultivate a deeper love for myself and more confidence. And so I think it's starting like pursuing groups or, or, or spaces that help your growth and that, you know, support your growth. So there's so much available online and just start there. Or right. I even, to be honest, don't be afraid to DM somebody. If you, if somebody is inspiring to you, let them know, like, full on DM them. It doesn't matter how big the person is and not saying you're going to become best friends with like Bren Brown or anything like that, but DM the person that inspires you and just let them know, compliment them. Say, I just want to let you know that I've been following you. You inspire me. 
and, and kind of cultivate a conversation like that. And you never know what will happen. So I think it's really just is surrounding yourself with things that are going to constantly lift you up oh, and connecting with people that way. Yes. Yeah. That is the key to anyone's success because I always post the hashtag, no one succeeds alone. I really truly believe that because without people that have your back or cheering you on in your corner, it's really hard to get to that next level. And I know surrounding myself with people and listen, they don't have to be in your town. Like she yeah. said, DM someone, get inside communities. Maybe it's a Facebook community. I have a private community, as most of you guys know, that have been following me on Facebook. And that's where you're going to meet people that are like-minded if you're searching out something specific. You know, if you're looking to build your faith or your fitness, get involved with some fitness communities that are going to be people like you that are trying to get to that next level. You're all in it together and yeah. DM them. Who cares how big they are, right? It, it's so true. Yeah, because just that message alone in, in sending a message to somebody as big as Bren Brown, Tony Robbins, whatever it may be, right. just sending that message and acknowledging somebody's light is going to, it's going to create a mirror back to you, acknowledging the light within you. That's what I feel. So I think when you notice somebody else's light or inspiration or whatever it may be in a positive in a positive aspect, I think it's just going to reflect back to you what you already it. possess. Yes. Yes. And, you know, this whole conversation is just really all about empowering yourself too. So I just want people to really hear that, that this conversation, the key points are really, it comes down to you making a decision to want to change. If you are feeling the feelings that we talked about, stuck, frustrated, anxious, worried, fearful, all that stuff can change in a minute once you make the decision to change it. Put the work in, find your community, find your tribe, reach out to us. Yes. Speaking about that, I mean, Erica, where does my listeners reach out to you if they want to connect with you? Yeah, of course, as you mentioned, my podcast is Passion Love Pursuit, and you could find it on just about every platform. So I would love for you to check it out and listen and let me know what uh, inspired you or empowered you to take yourself to where you want to go. And uh, Erica Lippi on all platforms, pretty much. And in uh, my website, ericalippi.com to find out more about me and my offers coming soon. <laughs> Perfect. I am just so thankful. And I have one last question before we close. I always ask my listeners, so tell us one thing you're climbing towards next. Mm. Okay. Let me think about this. You know, to be honest, uh, so because of my dog's passing in December on Christmas day, he was such a big, huge, I mean, huge part of my life in so many ways, uh, which I should probably tell that story sometime. But uh, because of his passing, I've, there's parts of me that are broken, parts of me that feel missing. So I have this void. So my commitment, especially for the next 90 days is, is really reigniting the light within me and finding that joy again without him. Mm. Uh, so it, as you talk about is, you know, this climb and that, you know, that we're, all on this journey. And it really is ever evolving. It's like, we're going to have ups and downs. And th this has been my down that I'm now climbing up from. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I'm, you know, really trying to lean into is 
gaining this joy and this light within me again mm. and, and relearning what does that look like without my dog? And it sounds so, it might sound weird to people, <laughs> but it, it, because he was such a significant part of my life, yeah. it's really like my arms missing. <laughs> so I'm relearning who, yes. who I am without him and, and really in stepping into my own power and that light that I know is just ready to like shine onto the world. So one of those things by doing the things to fully grieve and really just move into this acceptance and surrender, as we talked about, is really allowing myself to feel all the feelings. And um, one of the things that Coop Blackson shares in his book is all feelings must be fully felt so that they could be fully released. Mm. And that every feeling has a cycle of completion. So right now I'm fully letting myself to feel all the feelings, the ups and downs, whatever comes through so that I can fully grieve and become in full acceptance and surrendering to what has happened and where I am today mm -hmm. so that I could fully step into and shine my light on the world and, and help others reignite that light within them. So I'm I'm starting the process of developing my program, which is Reignite Your Light. And I'm super excited about it because I, I'm going through the process again myself. Like I'm doing the work myself to do exactly what I'll be teaching, which is, which is amazing, you know? And I am coming from another, uh, another experience, another tragedy, if you want to say, and, and learning to really go through everything and process it. So I can't wait to share that with everybody. That is so excited. And, and first, I just want to say, I am so sorry about your dog because listen, a lot of us are pet owners and it's hard and it is grieving and it's, it's, it's torment because they're your best friend. It's like you said, you feel like you lost your arm. I mean, when, when we're attached to our animals, it's such a special bond. So I really am sorry. I, I, I've been there. I know what it's like as well. And but I'll just be praying for you that, you know, you. every day is a new day and the work you're putting in is going to just, there's a purpose too. you know, the work Absolutely. you're putting in is just going to be a light for someone else in your story. That's going to help others get through. So thank you so much for just the work you're doing, the podcast and all the amazing tips that you gave today. I mean, there's so many here, you guys. So even if you have to go back and re-listen, if you're stuck and just take these words and put the work in and start today, every day you have a fresh start. So Amen Erica, again, yes, thank you for being here. I'm so Kelly, thank you so much. This has been such an honor and I just appreciate you holding this space for me and all your remarkable guests and just for all the work you're doing, you know, that you're committed to the growth as well. And I think anybody that's tuning in, you know, is tuning in for a reason because they seek the same. So you're in the right place. You're supported. You are seen. You are heard. Oh, thank you. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in today. I so appreciate you being here. I'm just encouraging you to just keep on climbing. Never give up on your dreams yourself. Find that quiet time to spend with yourself so you can get clear on what it is you want to do next in your life to get to that next level. So have a great week, you guys. And don't forget, just always keep on climbing. See you guys soon. And that's a wrap. 
Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith Fuel and Fitness and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytyan.com to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.